Did I make that up? The podcast remembering and recapping Jersey Shore and other iconic reality trash TV from the past and present. I'm your host, Justine Elizabeth. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Did I Make That Up? And today I am so excited. I'm joined by a very special guest. I have Colin Drucker from Best Supporting Pod, All Right Mary Podcast, All Star Podcaster. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm fucking fantastic. I'm so excited to have you on. Oh, well, I'm so excited to be here. I was, I mean, I've, I've known of you as the infamous Justine because I'm a big <laughs> Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom, Total Request Pod, We Love to Hate TV, Reality TV listener. So, like, you are a frequent name in that pool. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> um, it's funny, though, because I actually heard you on Amanda's episode uh a couple of weeks ago. And then I was like, I wonder if he would come on my podcast. So I actually uh, texted Amanda and I was like, do you care if I steal your friends? Like, do you care if I reach out to Colin and ask him to come on my podcast? And she's like, oh my God, I would fucking love if he was on your podcast. So <laughs> well, that's great. Cause like right after we, we like settled on doing an episode together, I texted Amanda and was like, I'm going to be on Justine's podcast. So <laughs> I can't wait. Um, literally, I love how you brought up the wound. Oh, the wound. <laughs> uh, you know, at, like, um, uh, you know, so I, and I think the wound is healed now. And honestly, I'm a little like, well, shit, now what am I, you know, now, now what am I going to listen for? You know? Okay, well, a, now there's the calorie counting, right? Oh, so. you're right. No, now. <laughs> you're right. Jody's going to fucking kill me, but. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a big day. Like, Dave. I guess um, I can name him. We all know who we're talking about, but he hit his his ideal sodium level one day, and I was like, "Yes!" Like I'm I'm keeping track. <laughs> I'm real proud of him. So, um. <laughs> did you see in the group that Jody posted the infamous picture that she was talking about? The, oh. Yes, the, the I head think, picture. Uh, yeah, that that Christmas picture. I think Amanda sent that to me, and it was just like, Jody, if you're listening. That doesn't look like you, but we've all had that picture where it's like, I, I would give anything to a, to just do like an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind and just erase this picture from reality. <laughs> There's a picture of me out there somewhere and I was like completely wasted and I had lipstick smeared like all over oh. my face like this because I was making out with a guy. Naturally. And I didn't realize it, obviously. And I was like... The, it's the most disgusting picture in the world. I'm like smoking a cigarette. I have like a <laughs> lipstick all over the side of my right. face. And I think I'm cute. I'm like. That's the best part is that you were feeling your oats in that moment. And they're just, it's just oatmeal when you look at the picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real humbling moment. And, that, and you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I feel like that was, that was so much of a feeling that I got watching this episode it was like, oh my God, this is what it looks like to be that drunk person. Oh, like it was very sobering in a way to 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 see these people and to recognize myself like 10 years ago. I know. And it wasn't even that bad compared yeah, to yeah. other episodes. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I mean, I I have not seen many episodes of Jersey Shore. I caught up pretty quickly and I know who all the people are, but I feel like I've heard of much bigger drama than than the fight about who called me fake in this <laughs> week's episode. Okay, so what have you seen? Because I was going to ask you, like, what your history with the show is, uh, when did you start watching it, all that stuff. 
So I, um, I mean, my, I'm from New Jersey, so certainly there's a, like, I've been to Seaside, you know, I've, I've been to Jenks, you know, like I've, I've, I mean, I've never been, I've never had their version of the Jersey Shore. Like I went when I was a kid, you know, but, um, so I, that, you know, when it came out, I was like, okay, Jersey Shore, like, this is like the Jersey Shore in drag, but I never, you know, I never really watched it, but it was kind of like, you couldn't miss, I mean, you couldn't miss Snooki. Like you couldn't miss, like you didn't have to watch Jersey Shore to know what Ron means, you know, like it just (laughs) became part of the cultural lexicon. And so I don't really think I've ever, this might be true. I don't think I've ever watched a full episode until (gasps) this episode. And I, this, I've had the same experience with Teen Mom when I've done like recaps with Amanda. Like I've never watched Teen Mom. And I'll tell you, like we did, like season five, episode one or something like that. And of course I just bought that episode on Amazon. Well, I had since gone back and bought the entire season, have watched the entire season. Okay. That season is my absolute favorite season of any teen mom because Nathan Uh comes in and he is my favorite teen mom side character of all time. So did you watch the whole season? Can you understand why I like Nathan? (laughs) Oh, Nathan. Oh, God. Oh, Nathan. Janelle's uh, man. Yes. The bodybuilder. Yes. And he's like, nice job, Barbara. You raised a drug addict. Oh, I. You got your daughter on heroin. Good job. (laughs) I put a needle in her arm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and like, um, and that fight that they have, like, five or six episodes in where she was like, I was in jail. Like, uh. oh, you constantly talk to girls all the time. I'm so sick of it. Oh, I man. won't talk to her again. Don't drop it. It's good. It's done. Yeah. It's great. So Nathan, you know, what I love about Teen Mom is that, you know, I, I've only seen parts of it. So like, especially the boyfriends, I'm like, oh, he seems cute. Like he seems good looking. You're like, and then it's like, oh no, he's like a, raging drug addict and so (laughs) i've seen nathan in the honeymoon period and then very quickly into the fighting period what ended what ends up being his like tragic narrative what's wrong with nathan is really the question i'm asking uh so nathan's like a severe alcoholic great okay like there's a famous fight with them that i actually did like a tiktok um you know like when you like mouth the words to a yeah, TikTok. Yeah, the lip sync of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually like did one of them and both Nathan and Janelle liked it like a week oh. apart. And wow. it was like this fight that they had together where Janelle's trying to get him not to drink anymore. And she's like, she's like, you drink all the time. Like you drink during the day. And he's like, when did I drink during the day? Besides that one time where I was trying to fall asleep. And then she's like, I don't know. Yesterday you drank during the day. And he's like, so what's wrong with that? So Nathan was just like a dick. He was drinking all the time. Janelle's not a drinker. She's a weed smoker. Right. And um, they had this huge fight. That's God. It must be like the end of season six because they stayed together for a little bit after the baby was born. But he he calls her trailer trash that won the lottery, which is like the most truest thing you could say about any of the teen moms. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, which one of the babies is his is Kiefer or that's a boyfriend. Who's the, what's the, what's his baby's name? Uh, uh, Kaiser is their Kaiser, baby together. That's what it is. Yeah. Kaiser. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then Barbara goes, Kaiser. That's like a sandwich bun, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, uh, Barbara is a, a legend. Yeah, I, I was when I recapped with Amanda, I was saying like, what I, one of the things I love about Barbara is like the way she says like, oh come on, man. Like, man is always kind of like the little <laughs> yeah. tail end. I love that. <laughs> My absolute favorite. Oh, I, I, I know Amanda had a guest. I think she might have had Nick on for it, but. Um, she was ups- Barbara was upset with Janelle for keep going back to Kifa, and mm-hmm. Barbara was like in tears, so upset, and she's like, "Don't you understand what I'm trying to say to you?" <laughs> <laughs> and Amanda's impression of it was like spot on. Oh, it, it's it's such. I mean, I could, I I think she did an episode like a being Barbara where she was Barbara the entire episode, and it is. <laughs> It's the stuff of podcast legends. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. And the stuff, like, obviously everyone loves Amanda's, like, Babs and, you know, her mm-hmm. Janelle and everything. But I even love, like, her Kale. Like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll send her podcast to my friends that watch Teen Mom. And I'm like, I know you don't listen to podcasts, but you just, just listen to this and tell me, like, you're not laughing. And they're yeah. like, oh, my God, her impression of Kale. The other day I went to court with Joe. <laughs> Once I watched it and I saw Kale, I was like, oh, that is a really spot on impression. Like that is getting the <laughs> essence of Kale. Um, one of my other of that universe, well, as we're queening out about Amanda and company is uh, also Jody's Tanya. Amber's oh, mother God. is. Hatchet. Uh, I can't even <laughs> yeah. do it at all. <laughs> yeah. Hatchet. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I like. <laughs> my scripts are coming. Just... <laughs> oh, my God. I literally am like, I don't care if there's any context. I just wait for like, oh, Jody, do it. Do the line. My scripts are coming on Tuesday. Oh, oh my so God. Good. And they're recapping like the most uh, recent season of OG, and it's been so fucking boring. Like nothing's happened, but Tanya was in it for like two seconds in one episode, and like mm-hmm. their recap, they made the fucking most of those two oh, seconds. Yeah, that she yeah, was no, in. exactly. You stretch that Tanya, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's I, I have a greater appreciation. Like for the longest time, I felt like it was better to not watch Teen Mom and to just understand it from their recaps. But now that I've watched season five, I'm like, ugh, this is great. This is such great. I don't feel like paying attention, but I want to have something on in the background television. Like, it's so good. It's like such great watching TV while playing on your phone TV, you know? Yeah, it is. And that's the same thing, too. Like, my boyfriend, like, hates when I watch it because he's like, you've seen this 500 times. And it'll, like, Mm -hmm. freak out on me and he'll be on his phone. But then, like, as soon as Janelle or, like, as soon as he hears that voice, he'll, like, look up from his phone and be Mm -hmm. like, what? What's going like he'll be into it and he'll just be like pissing himself laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it it, that I think that's the thing is like eventually Teen Mom, Jersey Shore, like there there's lots of stretches of people just laying around playing on their phones and, um, you know, being drunk. But then there's just those moments where it's like, oh, I'm glad I tuned in for this. Like, I'm glad (laughs) I saw this fight. Well, I'm glad that you're watching it from that season, because like I said, uh, Teen Mom 2 season five to like season like seven and eight is probably Mm -hmm. like the best Teen Mom 2 era, like, Leah gets super fucked up on drugs, yeah. and she's high in, like, every season. She's, like, smoking a cigarette with her kids in the car with the windows all the way up at, like, six in the morning, and her eyes are like... <laughs> Leah, I mean, yeah, because that's the thing, is at the beginning of season five, it, like, I, not knowing, I was like, oh, I, I think I even said in the recap with Amanda, it's like, Leah seems to have her shit together. She seems okay right now, and I think she was, like, high even at that point. Like, it's... <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm probably going to buy season six. Like, I'm probably in for the long haul now. Honestly, you should get me, Amanda, and Jody to just, like, write you a list of our favorite episodes. Like, you have to see when Janelle pulls <laughs> the gun on the guy for tailgating her. Like, oh, you yeah. have to see all of that. Oh, yeah, I uh, I am putting out an open invite for that, please. Like, cause that's even better. It's like watching a season knowing, okay, just wait till episode six, because then you're just kind of, like, prepared for it. So, um, <laughs> please, I'll take any recommendations. <laughs> Fucking love it. Okay, so um, even though we're not, unfortunately, not here to talk about Teen Mom, I, right. I could literally fucking talk about Teen Mom. Oh, goddamn day. I love Teen Mom. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but we're here to talk about Jersey Shore, um, the season finale of uh, season two. Yeah. Um, Which I was like, oh, they're not even in New Jersey. How much of the season took place in Miami? The whole season. Wow. Okay. All right. So that- at the end of the episode, we see that uh, Mike and Polly leave to drive back home to Jersey and Snooki and Wow leave back home. So in the first episode, they drove, they both drove to Miami together and the rest of the cast uh, flew in. Okay. Um, but so first season is in New Jersey. Second season is in Miami. I personally think that they didn't realize how successful the show was going to be. So they just wanted to like pump out seasons. Yeah. So, um, you know, the show, they, they couldn't film in winter time in Jersey, obviously. So that's why they went to Miami. Okay. Uh, That makes, I see. I, I, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, a part of me was like, oh, it's not in New Jersey, but I feel like it's a lot of the same shenanigans in either <laughs> in either location. Well, next season, they're back in New Jersey at oh, the good. original house. So if you want to come back on for like a Jersey episode and you can yeah. hear your insight about Jersey, I would love that. I count me in. I would love that. OK, yeah, because season three, they're in Jersey. Season four, they go to Italy. Oh, right. Um, uh-huh. Season five and six, they're back in Jersey. So they only did two seasons, not in Jersey. Wow. Yeah. And well, the, I guess it's... the family like uh, vacation show, they're just all over the place because they won't really let them film in Jersey anymore because of the <laughs> of reputation course. that the show got and everything. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah. Jersey's got enough to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like New Jersey. I do too. I mean, and I know I'm very subjective, but I uh, there's great food in New Jersey. There's lots of great nature. There's some some really gross parts of New Jersey. The beach is great. Like I uh, I would live in Jersey again uh, at some point in my life happily, even though the taxes are really high. But whatever. I've been to New Jersey twice. I spent my 21st birthday at the Jersey Shore at Seaside Heights. I did half the week in Seaside where they filmed the show. And then I did Mm -hmm. the other half in Atlantic City. Mm -hmm. So I like love it. Have like a special place in my heart for it, you know, because I was so obsessed with the show. That's like where I wanted to go for my birthday. So right, right. It's a destination birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll just start the episode. So let's do it. It starts with the roommates uh, going to the Everglades for an airboat tour. Have you ever done this? 
No, I have been to Florida, but I'm more of a Fort Lauderdale than I am an Everglades kind of tourist. So, um, yeah, this is not my this is not my uh, my idea of a good time. <laughs> I did this because I was in Miami, like literally right before COVID happened, mm-hmm. like November 2019. And I did this and <clears throat> I didn't think that I was going to like it or anything because Mm-hmm. I've heard that just like it's all bugs and stuff all right. around you. And so that's not my thing at all. I'm not an outdoorsy person at all, but I actually right. loved it. Like it was so fun. The boat goes so fast and we actually saw an alligator. So it was really cool. And you see other creatures and stuff too. Like there's different bird. Like I'm from Canada, so we have fucking nothing. So right. <laughs> so they see an alligator. It like comes right up to the boat. It's pretty cool. I also was thinking a lot of that was stock footage of an alligator from a different time in a different place. Like, oh my god, yeah, probably, probably right? was. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I think that like eventually one showed up, but I think they needed to like plug in some nature footage there. Well, when I did my tour, like before, like when we were waiting for our boat or whatever, they said to us, they're like, you might not see anything and like you have to like sign something that says like, you know, if you don't see anything, you're not going to like sue or like be upset they're not like guaranteeing that you're gonna see an alligator right so i mean i was lucky i saw one and it was like barely even coming out of the water and (laughs) the fucking guy kept putting the boat so close to it and i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm like can you not i'm like moving the other way like i wasn't into it all everyone's like leaning over me taking pictures i'm like and i wonder if like and I was thinking about this about the one that they saw, you know, on their trip was like, are these like local alligators like, oh, here come the tourists put on a mm. show, you know, or are these like really trained in a way? That's what they are, though, because they do like 100 tours a day in the same area. So mm-hmm. those alligators kind of know that like um, because the pe- I'm pretty sure the people that work at these places like feed them and stuff. Right. You right. know, so. The alligators probably just know, like, oh, if when these people come around, if I chill, they're going to feed me, you know? They're used to it. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not going to literally bite the hand that feeds me. Yeah. 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 Um, So they go to the restaurant that's, like, at the place after, and they get an order of frog legs. Yeah. I mean, first of all, like, just the sight of that restaurant. I'm like, why... Why are you eating anything other than, like, the the beef jerky you brought with you in the car? Like, I just feel like you're asking for food poisoning in a place like that. Oh, I know. Ugh. Have, fro- have you ever had frog legs? No, and I would never try them. I'm yeah. a picky-ass eater, so hell and no. I, yeah, I, I agree. There's just some things where I'm like, I don't see, like, it seemed like Wow was having a really dramatic, like, experience watching them all eat frog legs i don't feel that strongly about it but i just am like there's so many things in the world to eat like why is frog's legs on the list you know like there's just so many other options well they even said that they literally looked like they just like dipped a frog in batter and then deep fried it so yeah oh what's appealing about that yeah, I, uh, it, no, thank you. Yeah. I, I won't even eat like KFC or Popeyes anymore because I saw a TikTok of a person with like a bucket of Popeyes chicken and they mm-hmm. opened up, uh, or opened up, they like pulled out a 
piece and it looked like a rat that was like deep fried and they were like what the fuck is this and then i saw another video that was saying that deep fried food like to that extent is worse for you than smoking cigarettes it's probably true. I mean, because it inflames you for four to five days, but one cigarette inflames you for about an hour. Which I don't know if that's true, but I was like, okay, so it's healthier to smoke cigarettes. So I'm just right. gonna smoke a cigarette, not eat deep fried. Food. Right, right. What what you're telling me is just stick to the cigarettes. Yeah, I mean, it, that's uh, it's one of those things where like, yeah, that's probably true. I don't think it's gonna stop me from eating fried foods, but it will, but it will stick with me you know what i mean like i oh like i love my chicken wings and stuff but yeah just the thought of like the fried rat and like imagine you get like a bucket of kfc and you're so excited to eat it and then you pull out like a fried rat yeah that's uh, yeah that's (laughs) because if i get to the point where i've ordered the kfc i've sat down with the kfc i've opened the bucket i am at like peak joy like at that point (laughs) to get punched in the face with a fried rat is so cruel like (laughs) To, to get me at that, you know, it, it it's just not fair. It's not fair to get my hopes up that much. Like, it's Christmas morning, and then you take the tree away, you know? Oh. Uh, so Mike actually has to ask the server how you eat the frogs. He's mm-hmm. like, can I just eat the whole thing, or do I break off the legs? And I'm like, that's so fucking gross. Ugh. And I feel like, I mean, again, I've never had frog's legs, but I feel like when you order them at a restaurant, you don't get the entire carcass and you just take the legs off. You just get the legs. Ugh, so gross. Yeah. Um, it's like they, um, you know, those like pool strainer things. Yes. Uh huh. It's like they just go into the, the swamp and they just like pull out their frogs. It reminds right. me of, have you seen Tiger King? I I have I watched the first episode of it and then I was like I'm not ready for this but I'm familiar. You never finished it. Uh, you know, it was just a weird period in quarantine where it was like, I don't know, I don't know if I can get on this bandwagon. I'm I'm going to see how long this lockdown lasts. You know, they there's a thing in Tiger King where they have a meat truck, so it's how they feed the tigers. So mm-hmm. they go to Walmart and they get all this meat for super cheap because. If you go up to the cash register and you have meat and you can't afford your bill and you take away the meat, legally they can't put it back on the shelf. So it huh. goes somewhere else. So uh, Joe Exotic from Tiger King would buy all that meat for like extremely cheap and that's how they would right. feed the tigers. And in his zoo, they had a little like pizza restaurant and they would use that meat for like their pizza for like their meat lovers pizza and stuff and this reminded me of that a little bit oh my god yeah this is just the like well we were gonna throw it out meat yeah yeah i uh i mean i i appreciated i in some ways i was glad that mike got sick on the way home because i was like yeah like we shouldn't be normalizing this kind of eating like this shouldn't feel good afterwards I was surprised that Ronnie didn't eat it. He, I mean, I, yeah, Ronnie I, seems like the type of guy that would eat like anything. Yeah. That's what I was thinking is like, doesn't, isn't he the kind of guy who just like has to keep eating? Like, isn't that, is that part of his, like, you know, his lifting routine? I don't know. I don't know how diligent Ronnie is about his bodybuilding or if it's just, he eats, uh, what was it? Six egg whites every morning for breakfast. I watched some video of him. 
Ugh, egg whites. Egg whites, it's just, it's not on a plate. I don't understand the appeal. Like, egg whites needs so much on it to make it palatable. There's Egg whites are nothing. Ugh, I've been thinking about doing, um, like, a bikini competition lately and, like, a bodybuilding oh, wow. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, like, reading the diet because it's, like, 12 weeks of, like, no cheating at all. You have to like mentally prepare yourself to do it. So I've mm-hmm. been just like thinking about the diet and it's like every morning is like two egg whites and a handful of almonds. And I'm like, Ugh. can I do that for 12 weeks? I could I'm like, do that I for can't 12 get minutes. stoned then because then when I get stoned, I want to like eat something disgusting for me, you know? Right, right. I don't know. I mean, that's uh, you got to really look at the end game of like, is it worth it? Like the best case scenario, would it have been worth it to eat egg whites and almonds every morning for like three, four months? Right. I feel like you would have like no taste buds left at the end of that. Right. Or you'd be like so hypersensitized that like you'd eat like one regular egg and you'd just be like, oh, my God, this is too spicy, even though there's like nothing on it, (laughs) you know? So back at the house, Polly calls Rocio. He asks her if she'll go to dinner with him one last night. And then Vinny is also going to take Ramona out. Um, So Vinny made the reservations for him and Ramona for eight. And then we see the the clock and it's like 815 and she still isn't there. She calls the house and she's like, hey, baby, I'm almost ready. (laughs) He's like, what do you mean just getting ready? Like, he just, he starts getting all Jersey on her, even though I think none of them are from (laughs) New Jersey. Uh, But one, one is while he's waiting for her to call, however much time has passed, they're all just laying around on the couch. And I feel (laughs) like it's like, maybe this is a normal part of Jersey Shore, but are there these stretches where it's like, they're just laying around doing nothing? Tons of the time. Because... They weren't allowed to have cell phones. Right. Um, they weren't allowed to watch TV or listen to music or anything. Oh, so, I guess that makes sense with the music because it'd be like copyright issues. And oh, wow. Yeah, they were. <clears throat> they were only allowed. I think one twenty-minute personal call a week that wasn't being filmed. Everything else had to be filmed. Um, when they went to the bathroom, they had to leave their mics on. That's why sometimes like you'll hear them puke and stuff like that. Like the rules were really strict. So, I mean, I could picture there being like a lot of downtime where you're just like laying on the couch, hanging mm-hmm. out with each other. Cause you know. Yeah. And it's because I guess also like, they're also out all night. They're also drinking a lot during the night. So like during the day, it's just like, we just have to recharge so we can do it again the next night. So, yeah. um, Wow, that's, um, I mean, obviously what's sticking with me is like, even when they go to the bathroom, like that's when I think of like Big Brother or reality shows, like, it's just like, yeah, but what's the bathroom situation? And that's, you know what I mean? Like, I think that if someone were to say, would you be on Jersey Shore? It's once I got to the, them saying, yeah, but you have to leave your mic on even when you go to the bathroom. That's when I'm out. That's when I'm like, nope, that's too much. Nope, nope. I draw I know, the line. it's like. But I'm going to be drunk the whole time. And, like, the next morning, I'm probably going to have, like, hangover shits. So, like, do you want to hear that? You have to imagine, like, what the sound people on Jersey Shore have heard in the mornings. 
Because that is, of course, the other thing I thought watching this was like the way they've been drinking and all the Red Bulls and the tacos. I was like, oh, my God, how how did any of you like leave the house? It just <laughs> like you're waging such hell on their digestive systems. Oh, I know. But I feel like once you keep drinking, though, you're like good. You it's just true. have you're- to like force that hair of the dog down. Yeah, yeah it's true. Your body's just like, fine, fine. I'll I'll stop. You just you you win. Yeah, uh, that's like me when I'm on vacation. I'm like, mm-hmm. just just give me another drink so I can yeah. go another day. Right, right. I just need a little more of this. You know, this go go juice. Yeah, I. You know that because uh, I'm I'm 36 now, and the hangovers like started to get unsustainable about nine years ago, and then progressively <laughs> got to the point where it was like. You know, back in the day, I could go out on a Friday night, get really, really drunk, you know, minimum of six vodka sodas or vodka Red Bulls or whatever disgusting thing, you know, get no sleep. And the next day I'd be like, oh, I'm a little tired, but I'm ready for brunch. Now it's like two glasses of wine and it's like, well, get the iron lung ready and maybe I'll be out of it by Tuesday. Like it just... I don't know how people past 30 can drink the way they drink. I, I, I've missed that skill. Honestly, I feel you because I used to drink like almost every single day and I'd be fine and I would never get hangovers and I'd be like, I'm good. And now like I have like three glasses of wine. And I feel like shit for two days. Yeah. I've actually started like tallying how many <clears throat> drinks that I have and then I make myself drink two glasses of water per drink before bed mm-hmm. and drinking that much water in like one span of time isn't good for you but like the other night for example like I was up till two in the morning recording with my friend and mm-hmm. I was like just in my kitchen just like chugging water like crazy I'm like I feel like I'm gonna puke just from chugging the water and then I was like but you know what I'll feel amazing tomorrow nope still hungover <laughs> right <work."> right <clears throat> Now, are you are you familiar with the like the pills that you take the night before to like? Oh, I've tried all of them. They're all fucking bullshit. (laughs) I I think they it might all be like just you know placebo because I've gotten them and I'm like the next day I'm like yeah I think I feel better but I don't know at a certain point there's there's nothing a little pill can do when you're full of that much vodka. I think like there's certain things that you can do to make yourself feel a little better like. Uh, If you eat decently before you start drinking, like if you eat the right things and then if you Mm -hmm. eat again before you go to bed, like because I always feel like I feel a hundred times shittier if I don't eat before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. So that's one. And then obviously drinking water, like obviously when you're drinking, you don't want to drink a water because in your drunk mind, you're like, oh, it's going to sober me up. I don't want to be sober, but... Right, right. It's (laughs) going to ruin all this progress. But it doesn't sober you up and it does help a little. So I just feel like those little things, but... That is a very important myth to dispel is that drinking water in between drinks when you're out will not sober you up. It will... Nothing sobers you up. Yeah. You're still drunk. Your body is just not struggling so hard. (laughs) Literally, like, even when people are like, you need a coffee, you're wasted. Like, coffee doesn't sober... Like, nothing Mm -hmm. sobers you up except for time. Like, even sleep doesn't. How many times have you woke up, you're still drunk from the night before? Like Right. And honestly, coffee, like, that to me is, like, 
similar to like having a vodka Red Bull. It's like, great. Now caffeine has entered the chat. Like this is not going to go well, you know? Oh my God. Don't kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have three drinks right now going. I'm doing a podcasting marathon tonight. So I'm like. You got to get into the zone. Yeah. But but I'm fully prepared to be hungover tomorrow. So. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's good. If you accept it now, then you don't have to wake up disappointed. You can just no, wake that's up the like, thing. yep. I, I feel like that's, here. that's the, like, uh, that's what you have to do. Like if you go into drinking being like, I'm going to wake up feeling amazing and get all this shit done tomorrow. Like that's when you disappoint yourself. But if you yeah. drink and you're like, okay with knowing that your day is just going to be laying on the couch, high. Ordering yep. takeout, watching Flavor of Love or something. Yeah. Then you're good. And then so. I'm kind of excited because that is that you've, you've brought up the very important factor we haven't talked about is when you're hung over the next day, that's when that's when weed is just like your absolute best friend. Like anytime I've been hung over, I found that like smoke a bowl and take a really hot shower and order some food and you won't be OK, but you'll be better. Oh, I have a full routine. I like wake up, I get high as fuck. I take a long, hot bath, like sweat Mm -hmm. it all out, eat the most disgusting food I can possibly eat. And then I feel like 10, 20 percent better. Yeah. Yeah. And in the meantime, I, you know, had a great shower. I got to get high and I got to eat like McDonald's breakfast. So like all the other parts of me are happy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, now you're just making like, me want to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is like when you stay at a friend's house or something and then you drive home in the morning and you start driving and you're like, fuck, I'm still drunk. Like, yeah. I really shouldn't be on the road right now, but I have to go home because I'm fucked up. And right, you're just like, right. <laughs> it's like 10 yeah. in the morning and you're like, fuck. I'm almost home. I know I should stop, but if I stop somehow, that's worse. Yeah. um, That is the upside of living in New York is that like, I I haven't driven since like 2007. And so like, it is nice the next morning, like waking up at someone's apartment to just be like, okay, well, I'm going to get an Uber and I'm going to go home and just try not to throw up in the back of this Uber and, (laughs) uh, and like not having to worry about the, the like, am I too drunk to drive situation? So have you seen the movie train wreck? Yes, yes. It I reminds have. me of Trainwreck where she wakes up and she's like, Where am I? And the guy's like, You're in Staten Island, baby. And she's like, Fuck. And then she's on the Staten Island ferry, yep. like with her little slutty dress and her heels on. She's like, Yes, I, I, have, I have done the ferry in the morning. I have done a variation of that. And it's, it's, too, it's too much. Like, it's, you know, no, no shade to Staten Island. But yeah, waking up at someone's apartment the next morning and then getting on a boat to go home is a weird experience. <laughs> Fuck, I can't even imagine that. Ugh. Yeah. It's it should sound kind of like, you know, I don't know, glamorous. And so now I'm going to take the boat home, but really it you no, just feel like I can't even a, imagine. Yeah, it's like you're on a garbage barge. Like there's just nothing fancy about it. So Even doing uh, the walk of shame in a taxi with one person there is bad. Oh, like, I know. Ugh. I know. Let alone a yeah. whole fucking boat full of like tourists and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't even yeah. imagine. Yeah, and, like, other people who are, like, off to, like, you know, start their days productively, and you're just, like, oh, I'm trying to get to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me. Right. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> so Ramona shows up finally, and they go on their date. Polly and Rocio go on their date as well. 
And then we get to see Ron and Sam on their day fucking oh. big eye roll. Oh, I mean, first of all, Ramona. Oh, my God. She is so hot. I mean. Isn't I, she? It, I mean, listen, I am very clearly gay. I don't think I ever needed to announce that. But I can appreciate when I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, I get it, Vinny. Like, She's like when he said like, you know, yeah, you think by last night I'd be out like partying, popping bottles, banging this chick and that. And like, and I'm like, yeah, instead you should be with Ramona. Don't waste your time. She's I mean, she's late for everything, but she's uh, I think worth the wait. No, she's beautiful. I was saying in one of my episodes, like it was them on the beach together. And I'm like, I would never want to stand beside this girl in a bikini. Like oh, she's yeah. fucking smoking. Yeah, Oof. and is she, like, so how did Vinny meet her? Is she, he said something about, like, dancers in New York. Is she a dancer? Yeah, she was a go-go dancer at one of the nightclubs that they were at. Um, okay, yeah. It showed her working a few times in the season, but I think that MTV hired her to, like, oh. her and the Rocio girl to, like, be their wifeys for the month that they were filming or whatever. Wow, what a gig. Like, what a crazy gig of, like, hey, so we're filming Jersey Shore in Miami. Do you want to come be Vinny's girlfriend? Which one would you rather get hired for? Would you rather be with Vinny or Polly? Oh, wow. Great question. Uh, you know, I I think if it's a longer-term situation, I think Vinny is better in the longer term. If it was, like, just for a night, it's, like... I got to, I have, I need to get the Pauly D experience. Like I need to, you know, like I, Pauly D, it's kind of like, it's a shorter shelf life. I'm like the next morning, I'm like, don't worry, buddy, I'm out. But like Vinny, I'd have breakfast with him, you know? Mm, yeah. I mean, I guess the bigger question is like Vinny or Mike, I would, or sorry, Vinny or Pauly, I would take before Mike or even Ron. Like, the situation I could stand for like okay, and I I was like obsessed with him when this show first came out. I like mm -hmm. wanted him so bad, but then as I'm like rewatching the season now for my podcast, I'm like, he was such a fucking douchebag. Like, how come I never realized that? Oh, oh like, like in the last so episode, the one girl's like, I'm not gonna have sex with you. Like this girl he brings home, and he's like, that's okay, you can just blow me, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. I yeah. I mean, and he is like, so there's this, uh, there's this, there's this movie that I love called Kissing Jessica Stein. And I only bring that up because it's the context of where I got this reference. But they talk about this idea of sexy, ugly, of somebody who it's like, you know it when you see it, when someone is like, yeah, I'm attracted to them, but they're also kind of ugly. But that's part of what I'm attracted to. And the situation is quintessential sexy, ugly, like, I would, I would absolutely sleep with Mike. The situation, whatever his last name is, I would absolutely sleep with him. But I would never want to see him again after that. Kissing and Jessica the, Stein. Yeah, I'm so going to uh, watch that. Oh, it's phenomenal. For my other podcast, we like to talk about movies and stuff that aren't popular and that are just like you know little underground movies that not a lot of people have seen. So I'm going to watch it. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, if, if, the, if the situation was around at the same time as kissing Jessica Stein, he would be, the situation would be the perfect example that they would cite of a sexy ugly. 
but that's literally uh, my biggest fucking crush in the world right now. It's this professional wrestler. She used to be an MMA fighter. Her name's Shayna Baszler, and I'm so fucking attracted to her. And everyone's like, "Oh, but she's so like butchy," and like you can tell she does testosterone, and her voice is really deep, and like she's like you know whatever. And I'm like. There's something about her that I can't describe. Like, she's not, like, you know, long hair, big boobs, mm-hmm. whatever, beautiful. But there's something about her that I just find so fucking hot that, like, I can't explain. So, yeah. like, yeah, I totally know the feeling. Yeah, I think when someone is kind of, like, unconventional looking, it's like, well, now my brain is intrigued. Like, now I can't stop looking at them and, like, figuring yeah. out this face. Whereas someone who's just, like, really conventionally attractive, I'm like, uh, all right. Like, nice to look at, but it's not very interesting, you know? Same. Same. I love that. I love, like, big noses and, like, oh, I, love I love all love of that nose. shit. Like, yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, I love a big nose. Like, the bigger the better. I want to be able to, like, hang a hanger on it. I just love a big nose. Yeah. I need to fucking come to New York and get drunk with you and Amanda. And yes. we need to have these conversations because this I is agree. the shit me and Amanda always talk about, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, I have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of feelings on guys who look kind of like monkeys. I, I very strong. Like, I love when a guy, I feel like there was... I think I talked about this with Nick maybe on Best Supporting Podcast, but um, it's like, um, you know, the director, like the the only example, I can't think of the other ones I had, but there's this horror movie director named Eli Roth. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. Yeah, he is like quintessential looks like a monkey, and I love it. Like, it's the big (laughs) ears, it's like, it's the dark hair, um, but like, that's not conventionally attractive, but the monkeyer the better. I feel it, though. I feel it. Yeah. Um, so when Ron and Sam are on their date, of course, Sam is being a fucking bitch and trying to start a fight again. She's like, what's bothering you, Ron? You're acting weird. Fix it now. Let me make this clear to you, Ron. I like to be with my boyfriend at all times. And poor fucking Ronnie. He's just like sitting there drinking his mojito. He's like. What did I? What did I do? Like I, I didn't even say anything. Like, <laughs> and I was kind of thinking, like, is there a narrative here that I'm missing? Like, what is she upset about? Is she upset so, because they're at a restaurant called Tiramisu? Like, is that the problem? <laughs> <laughs> so they, the whole thing with them in Miami is that they got together in the first season. For the most part, they were fine. They had a couple really fucked up moments, um, but. They came into the house in Miami, broken up. They were on and off. They decided to stay broken apart. But Ronnie would go to the club every night with the boys, get completely shit-faced wasted out of his mind, make out with girls, do hooter shooters, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he would come home and crawl into bed with her and be like, I love you when he was drunk. Mm -hmm. But they weren't together. So then there was like this whole thing where everyone in the house knew and they would all talk about it. And then Wow and Snooki wrote a note saying like, like an anonymous note being like, he did all this to you. Uh, He made out with fat, ugly girls at the club when you were in bed (laughs) crying over him. And then there was like a fist fight between Jenny and uh, Sammy. 
Oh, wow. And so Sammy still, like, holds that animosity towards him, like, you were off making out with girls while I was in bed crying over you. But it's like they weren't together, and I don't know. I always say this. I'm like, you know, if you're going to forgive somebody, then you have to forgive them. You can't keep bringing it up, no matter what kind of situation you're in, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't keep trying to redeem that coupon. Like, it's over. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Sammy, I mean, I am uh, obviously was familiar with her as a character on, on Jersey Shore, but, like, she is, I think she might be my least favorite housemate. Maybe she in the, in the situation in terms of, like, oh, for God's sake, the two of them, I'd vote them out. Yeah, like, <laughs> she made Ron look like, kind of a level-headed person, especially this episode. Like, he seemed really chill the entire episode. Yeah. No, Sammy is... I fucking hate Sammy. She's the worst. Yeah. She's, she's the worst. A, I just, she's a horrible person. Oh, good. Then I don't feel like I have to tiptoe around. I can just... In the very first freely. episode, Snooki comes to the house, and she gets really drunk, and in the mm-hmm. morning, she throws up, and everyone in the house leaves her there because they have to go to their job, Mm-hmm. Um, and then Snooky's at the house puking and then she's like, everyone left me. I don't know where I'm going. And then she confronts everyone when they get home and she's like, why did you guys just leave me? And then Sam was like, I don't want your pukey breath on me. Oh and then Snooky's like, uh, well, I brushed my teeth after I puked. And Sammy's like, I don't care. I still don't want your pukey breath on me. Like, why were you throwing up? So off the bat for me, like, I hate bitches like that. It's like as yeah. if you've never gotten drunk and puked, like, relax. Yeah, like, Sammy, I think you've, I, I think you know your way around barfing in a toilet in the morning. Come on. Like, you're no yeah. better than anybody else. Yeah. Like, everyone in the world, unless you've never drank and like, everyone in the world has gotten drunk and thrown up. So, like, yeah, you're not it's better than equalizer. fucking anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, so... Uh, I was just going to ask, flashing forward, are Ron and Sammy still together, or has that long since ended? Oh, it's long since ended, but they have been... So, this original run of Jersey Shore was six Mm -hmm. seasons, Mm -hmm. and they were on and off for the entire six seasons. Wow. Wow. Um, Okay. There's there's some really fucked up shit with them, like, especially in Italy. Um, And the next season, they get into, like the worst fight they've ever had and he like takes her bed and throws it on the balcony he like breaks her glasses he throws all of her shit outside like they're awful together um but no to this day they broke up shortly after the original series ended and then when they came back for the family vacation series that's still going Mm -hmm. on uh sammy is the only castmate that didn't return because uh like she didn't want she has like a new fiance and she didn't want anything mm-hmm. to do with Ron. Um, but yeah, no, they're not together. And then Ron wow. like had a baby with this like crazy Vegas stripper. And like she was like a million times crazier than Sam. Like she ran him over with her car and she like oh punched his teeth out. Like, oh my God. It's insane. Wow. Ron, Ron, <laughs> what are you doing, Ron? Uh, well, good. Thank you for that context. That's uh, was what I would have expected. Yeah. Exactly. So back at the house, everyone's waiting for Ron and Sam to come home because they want to go to the club, but they want everyone to go together. So they come home and they just sit outside fighting 
And Vinny yeah. says to Snooky, he's like, go tell them we're waiting. And Snooky's like, I'm not going out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and again, it's like, what are they? It, and this is a theme the whole episode is like, what are you fighting about? Like, what is this? Like, you don't even. It's like, I think at, at some point, I think Sammy forgot what she was mad about, but she knew she needed to be mad. And so it was like, I'm just going to die on this hill. But I don't think she even knew what she was mad about eventually. No, she didn't. She's like, it's our last day and we're fighting. What does that even say about us as a couple? And Ron's like, I don't know. Like, you're the one that's trying to fight with me. Like, I was fine. Like, right. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was team Ron here. I really don't think he did anything wrong. I've been team Ron, the, Ron this whole fucking season. Like, I hate yeah. Sammy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. So I, I think it's like Mike maybe that yells out the window. He's like, are you guys ready to go? Ron's like, yeah, we're going. He just like gets up. He's like, fuck you, Sammy. Yeah. And I and, you know, I love that when they like when they get to the club, I love that, you know, so quickly after we see them at the bar and her being like, I don't even know why you're with me. And it's like, oh, this is still going on. Oh, my God. Like, Sammy, just yeah. move on. Yeah. So they go to bed nightclub and. Like you just said, Sam's like, so why aren't you with me, Ron? And he's like, because I'm in love with you. I can't help the way I feel. <laughs> and this was, you know, this conversation, I thought, oh, really why they've reached a resolve is that Sammy is drunk enough that she's feeling like sentimental. Like he said, I love you. And and she is now like, it's just whatever, whatever hill she was dying on is gone. Like I could tell that she was maybe because I've been there, where I'm like, okay, now I'm too drunk to be mad. So I guess I forgive you. Yeah, she, like, is so drunk that she, like, forgets what she's mad about. She's yeah. like, I'm sorry I made a stupid comment. I'm trying to work through this. I'm sorry, Ron. It's like, what does it even mean, I'm trying to work through this? Work through what? Sammy, there's nothing here to work through. It's so fucked up because the whole world that was watching this show at the time like already knew from like episode five of the first season that they were never going to work out and they stayed mm -hmm. together for six years. So, yeah, I just, it, it's, it's people like that that really make me think, yeah, you know, monogamy, I'm just not sure about you, you know? Cause it's like people mm. who just are like, I am going to make this work. And it's like, maybe you don't need to, maybe it's not worth it. Like, Maybe the fact that you've broken up and gotten back together so many times isn't a sign of, like, we always figure it out in the end. It's No, it's a sign that you're always going to end up fighting again, you know? No, exactly. When Miley Cyrus was on Joe Rogan's podcast, she said something really fucking insightful. And she's like, a lot of guys tell me I'm, like, hateful and I'm mean and... I'm into a lot of freaky things, but I'm not into dead guys. And if we break up, you're dead to me and I'm never going <laughs> to fuck you again. And then Joe Rogan's like, ooh, that's cold. And she's like, well, it's true. And I'm like, I actually like that thought mm -hmm. process, though. Like, that's why she keeps, like, evolving as a human being. And yeah. she's so, like, you know, good. When, like, yeah. uh, why, why keep going back to something that you know is not going to work, you know? Right, right. I know. I, like, I think about, you know, when you think of, like, people you went to high school with who are, like, still together. And it's, like, you think of, like, oh, God, they've, they've broken up and gotten back together so many times and they're still together. I just think, like, that to me, I'm not jealous of, like, oh, wow, they found each other in high school and they're still together. I'm, 
I'm more thinking like, wow, you went through your entire twenties, just like fighting, like an old married couple. Like, was it worth it? You know, it like what, I don't know. I, I think people are just attached to familiarity. I think they're more just afraid to go out there and like meet new people or be in a new space. And I think that's why people go back to like these awful relationships. Cause it's like, well, it's Ron. I know Ron, you know, I know what I'm getting into. So no, you know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, I know when you think about it, it's really fucked up, isn't it? You're like, oh, I don't want to like ever end up like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. I like I I'm so hesitant about like getting into a relationship again, like committing to like a relationship because it's like I just feel like every couple that I know eventually gets to this point where they're like if they're not bickering, there's kind of a, like, you're having a conversation with them and like the, the one is saying like, Oh, well, you know, he always does this thing with the dishes and they kind of like fight in front of you or like one nitpicks at the other in front of you as like entertainment. And I'm like, I don't want to feel that way about my boyfriend, you know, like I don't want to feel like he's just like always annoying me. And I feel like people just like, they just like settle into being like levels of annoyed with their partner, you know? I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're at the club and Vinny meets these two girls. They're like all over him. They're begging to have a threesome with him. Oh, uh, they are so high. They have done so many lines in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. They're tell. fucked up. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. This is probably something I would do with my friend. If it was like if someone from Jersey Shore was there, I'd be like, yo, let's convince him to have a threesome. Like, let's do it. I have done yeah, it I, with other famous people, so I'm not even going to front. But yeah. I, no judgment. No, I, you know, and I, I do admire the, the forwardness of like, hey, so are we going to fuck or what? Like, I do admire just being like, ask for it if that's what you want. You know, uh, don't be coy about it. So I, I did admire the chutzpah there. Like, he's not a random guy. Like, these girls obviously know who he is. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, they have an agenda, yeah. so. Right. They can see the cameras and the lights. Like, I think that's the thing I always think with these shows is, like, if you were there, I feel like the cameras and the lights are actually really invasive. Like, it's not like they're just filming on camera phones. Like, they are surrounded by, like, a crew of people. So there's just nothing natural about it from the beginning. Boom mic operators, producers, like, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, like, this was before reality TV broke uh, the fourth wall, you know? So, Mm -hmm. uh so Vinny's doing his talking head or whatever, making it seem like he's just an average guy. And it's like, no, these girls know who you are. Like if you were a random guy that wasn't on TV, like they wouldn't be begging to fuck you like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I guess you're, I mean, you know, I, I think it's like, that's the same reason why, like whenever any of them are at a restaurant, like all of the other tables are cleared out. They're always in an empty restaurant because like every, Anything they do is, like, I know people say, like, oh, Jersey Shore, like, oh, it's staged. Well, it's all staged to some extent. Like, the mere fact that there's someone in there with a boom mic and a camera with a huge light on it, it's staged, you know? Exactly. Um, So Vinny turns them down because of Ramona. And Mike is, yeah, obviously, Mike is being the fucking dirty pervert that he is. He's like, well, I'm going to take these girls. Just proof that these girls just wanted to fuck a famous guy. That's all it is. Yeah. I noticed that it was like, oh, like, 
I am like I don't think there was much of a time jump in between whenever Vinny said, "Ah, no, I'm not gonna," and Mike, you know, swooped in. I feel like it didn't matter; it just had to be one of them. And exactly. I mean, and I, and and again, I won't judge e- either. I have gone to the bathroom stall with someone at a club more than once. It is when you're drunk; it seems like a really good idea, <laughs> and like nobody can see you. <laughs> Of course. I, yeah. I've done it, too, so I'm not judging. Right, right. Um, but when they go to the bathroom stall, Polly's like, oh, those girls are hoes. And I'm like, the fucking slut-shaming in the show? And, like, every yeah. episode, all they do is slut-shame every fucking girl. And I'm like, it's unbelievable, because how many girls have you fucked this season, Polly? Like, probably more yeah. girls than these girls have fucked their whole life. Like, right. I know. I mean, it it is so glaring when, you know, a woman is, is sexually forward at a club and they're like, oh, these hoes, these grenades. But like then the way that they talk about like, yeah, I'm going to go out. I'm going to bang some chicks like it's no big deal. Like, oh, of course, that's what you do. Like, that's totally normal. It's I mean, it does make me wonder, or, you know, watching this, there was a part of me that thought like, are they like how much are of all of them, all six of them are like in drag where they're playing characters. Like if Paulie, like if you got him off camera, would the hair be down? Would the skin be lighter? Would he not talk like that? Is all of this a performance or is this really who these people are? Is this really what they think of women? You know? Well, Mike admits that his was a performance and he's like so different now he's like sober and he's like everybody's obsessed with him now he's like the nice guy and Mm -hmm. he admits that he knew how reality tv worked a little bit before he came in and he came in with being like i want to stay on the show i want to make money so i'm gonna get my camera time and i'm gonna stir up drama and that's what he does and he said yeah. that he based his persona off of The Rock, like the wrestler The Rock, because he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to okay. be like that cocky douchebag that thinks he's better than everybody. And mm-hmm. it worked for him because him and Snooki made the most money off of anyone on the show. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, in a way, like watching it through that lens, because Snooki is certainly playing a character as well, at least visually. This is a. This is you're a drag queen, Snooky. But I kind of love it then. I love watching them play these like awful archetypes, but they're not really these people. Like I like that all of it's fake in a way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we had a scene the next day at the house. Jay Wow's like cleaning out the fridge. And Ugh. this bothered me that she was actually taking the food out of the Tupperware containers. And I'm like yep. I'm like, obviously, that's what you do. But if your food's like two months old or whatever, like that food is, just throw out the Mm -hmm. whole fucking container at that point, right? Yeah. And it was just like a plain old Ziploc, like, you know, nothing special container. It wasn't like it was glass and it was like, oh, we might want to save this. That looked like some really old sausage and peppers that did not need to be scraped out. Just whenever I I I clean up. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I clean the fridge, it's like, is it worth more? to save the Tupperware and experience the disgusting food or is it worth more to never experience the smell? Like, (laughs) am I willing to throw away $3 of Tupperware to not smell the smell? And I've spent way more on way less in my life. So it's worth it. (laughs) Exactly. Oh fuck. So we get a scene, um, Mike and Snooki are in the kitchen. Oh, Once again, I fucking hate Sam. I think I say that like a hundred times every episode. Like I fucking hate Sam. That's what 
the name of this podcast should be called. Um, Ron and Sam are outside in the hot tub and Snooki tells Mike, she's like, I'm going to ask Sam to help me cook. She's so excited, so happy. Her and Sam have become friends again, and she just wants to hang out with her and cook with her. In her mind, she thinks it's going to be, like, fun. So she walks outside of the jacuzzi, and she's like, Hey, Sam, can you help me cook some tacos? And right away, without even thinking about it, Sam goes, No, why? Why can't Jenny help you? And Snooki just doesn't even say anything. She just turns around. Her face just looks so defeated. She's so like she she just it's like she's been so rejected. It's like mom told her, like, go to your room. Like it just I was wondering, like, is there more to this? Like, why is she so why is she so sad? But it sounds like it was because they finally became friends again. Mm-hmm. And this was like, oh, we're going to be buddies. And now you're, you know, rejecting me. I don't know. It didn't seem as big of a deal to me, but maybe I didn't know the whole story of like, why was she so upset? Yeah, you have to watch the episode with the note where there's, like, the big fight and Sam and Jenny, like, fist fight and everyone's in the middle of it. And then Sam calls, like, she, like, yells at uh, Snooki and whatever. Who wrote the note? You two. Um, (laughs) I can't wait. Amanda and Jody came on my... uh, episode for that so you should oh, listen oh then perfect I, I was so i was i was so wasted that like i don't even remember what was what i said <laughs> or anything right i have so many people uh message me and they're like you were so funny in that episode when you said this i'm like yeah i'm not gonna re-listen because i was just like so fucking wasted right yeah it's like um <laughs> thank you for telling me i said that i had no idea yeah i'm like i was i was just living life so turn like i just yeah. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. the mic was on i had no idea yeah, yeah. so snooki goes back into the house and literally all she says is that oh, sam won't help me cook send fucking shit disturber mike goes back oh, outside yeah. and he's like oh they're talking mad shit about you sam they're saying you don't do anything and sam does her annoying laugh she's like <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about may <laughs> Oh. And, and you, you know, and he is kind of doing reality TV the right way. Like, that is kind of like you have to create content and he's he's doing it. So I'll give him credit for that. Oh, he he definitely got it going, though, because Snooki starts cooking the ground beef and Sam's like, well, if she wants help that bad, I'm going to help her. So she comes in all sarcastic. She's like, would you like some help, Nicole? And Snooki's like, well, don't help if you don't want to. She's like, no, no, I want to. And she, like, pushes Snooki out of the way, and she's, like, starts breaking up the ground beef. And did you notice this? Snooki looks directly at the camera. She's like. Oh, I didn't see that. I think I was more (laughs) distracted by, like, how unseasoned that meat looked. I just kept thinking there's there's nothing in that meat. It's just meat and water. That's all that's (laughs) in that pan right now. He's like, these are not good tacos. I'm sure of it. Oh, I want to grab the fucking whatever it's called and smash Sammy over the fucking spatula. Thank you. I want to smash Sammy over the fucking head with it. I hate her. Oh, she's a nightmare. Yeah. I, you know, it was uh, having not really watched much Jersey Shore. It was kind of, you know, everyone is familiar with Snooki, but it was kind of interesting to see like, oh, Snooki is actually like. Obviously, she has her meltdowns, but it's like, oh, she's she's a reasonable housemate. She cooks like she does her part. 
She's definitely the most likable, at least mm-hmm. for me. Everyone obviously has their own like person, just like any other show that they can like relate to. But I like Snooki because even though she's like, you know, the crazy drunk one or whatever, she's like a good friend and she mm-hmm. just wants to be nice to everybody and she means well. So yeah, I like her. Yeah. I do too. I was like, oh, I appreciate. Like, she's more than just like a punchline. Like, for people who don't really watch Jersey Shore, it's just like it's easy to just call her an Oompa Loompa and call it a day. But it's like, no, she's she's actually kind of charming in a weird way. She is for sure. Yeah. Um, so Snooki's like upset, obviously, that Sammy is just kind of being a bitch to her. So she goes out for a smoke with Jay Wow, and she's like, oh my god, she ruins my mood. Like, we were friends, and Jay Wow's like. Friends is a deep word. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I loved. Snooki's like, no, we uh, were friends. And then JWoww tells Snooki, she's like, don't let her get to you. And it's incredible, like, when you think of the whole episode, like, they them starting here and then, like, 15 minutes later in the episode, they're screaming at each other in, like, the same spot. Um, I I think Jenny, I think JWoww is my favorite of the housemates. I feel like she's... I, I'm sure she's got her drama, but there's something about her where I'm like, I I think you're a, I think you're in general a pretty like, a decent human being. Am I wrong about her? Is she also is she is she terrible? No, I like Jay, I like Jay Wow a yeah. lot. Yeah, I just feel like even maybe it was her being like, listen, I'm going to take one for the team. I want to go to the beach. Instead, I'm going to clean out the fridge. I was like, okay, like I respect. I, I mean, just throw out the Tupperware, Jenny. But I respect that you're doing your part as well. Hey, Jay Wow fought sammy twice so so yeah she's, all she's good a your fucking book. queen in my book <laughs> that's so. true that's true yeah yeah team Wow. yeah um, and uh snooki and Wow have a spinoff show that's called snooki and Wow. so oh, that's right oh i could get into that and it was really fucking good it was so funny okay i would i would watch that i feel like Wow. JWoww and Snooki kind of feel like a cool aunt and, a, and like, you know, her niece. I feel like there's a bit of that energy. JWoww seems much older than the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, she's only, like, two years older than Snooki or something, so it's not, like, anything crazy. But they do give off that vibe or whatever, but, yeah. yeah. So now the house sits down for dinner, and Mike's like, well... I'm going to give a trophy to the person who did the least in the house. Uh, uh, and then Sam interrupts him. She's like, who gives a fuck? And Mike's like, okay, well, I wasn't going to say you. And she's like, I don't care. You can say me. And Mike's like, all right, well, you're in the running. This is all harmless fun, okay? Everybody chill the fuck out. Like, I don't know. Yeah, this is like a classic Mike of like, okay, I'm going to start some drama. And then why are you guys all upset? What's going on? As if he had no part in it. Yeah. Yeah. So then... After dinner, uh, Snooki and Jawa take a shot, and then the house decides to play most likely. So the first question, who has been the life of the party since they've been there? Obviously, Snooki. Mm-hmm. The second question, who's the most likely to get skin cancer? And I love Polly here. He's like, I don't know. I'll have to nominate myself. <laughs> yeah. It's like moments like that where I'm like, oh, you're on to yourself. You know who you are, Polly. You know who you're playing. I I, uh, I, I would nominate him as well. Though, honestly, like, I think Snooki is the brownest of the six of them, I would but say. But she's naturally dark. Oh, Because she's right, Chilean. Right, right. So then oh, she just, right. like, tans on top of that. So Right. Yeah. She's starting with know. a dark base. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then who's the most likely to be a follower and then 
Mike says Vinny, and he's like, Vinny, the reason I'm getting on you is because last year you didn't go out with us, you didn't GTL with us. And then Vinny's like, well, I didn't tan, I just tanned at the beach, now I spray tan. And Mike's like, that's even more fake, you're such a follower, da 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 The politics of tanning. <laughs> I know. Like, right? Like, of all the things to gatekeep, you know? I know. So then Wow feels bad for Vinny. So she comes up to try to stop it. So she's like, we all know who the fakest person in the house is. And that's not coming from me. And then Mike's like, well, I'd like to I'd like someone to elaborate whoever that came from. So then he just goes on to say, well, Angelina's not here anymore. So, I mean, the fakest person in the house is Jenny. And then Snooki just says, like, can we just change the subject? And then everyone just, like, slowly nods. And that's when people nod. Not and that's when shit goes down. Right. <laughs> but it's like, when I because I watched the episode twice, and I was like, okay, Snooki, Paulie never nodded. I think, if anything, he was just kind of bopping his head. Like, he never agreed that Jenny was fake. People nodded when you said, let's move on. Like, it's... It's incredible that this moment is the catalyst for this for everything that happens next. I know. I'm like so wondering if there was more to this drama than yeah. what was seen on the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, I'm assuming they're all drinking. They're all drinking Red Bulls. They had Red Bulls with dinner. I was like, you're drinking Red Bull at night? Like, this is... And like the tall cans, the like, you know, <laughs> the one you can't close your the fingers king around. Cans. The king can. I mean... So it's also, I, I kept thinking, like, oh, remember, like, they're all hopped up on, like, booze and, and, and Red Bull right now. So everything feels like a big deal. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So everyone goes to the jacuzzi. Snooki and Wow are standing outside the jacuzzi smoking, and Snooki tells Wow she shouldn't trust anyone in the house. Wow's like, why? I want to know the truth. And Snooki's like, just the consensus. I think she, I feel like she used this word in the sentence wrong, but whatever. She's like, <laughs> just the consensus of the fakest in the house, Jenny. And Polly and Vinny were like nodding their head. And Jay was like, Polly and Vinny were really. So oh. then. And, and, and it's that thing when someone's like, oh, okay. All right. And they're acting like, okay, I'm taking that on. But really, they're just like. In their head, they're planning their next move. Yes, like who they're exactly. gonna fuck up now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So the JWoww goes in the house, she grabs Mike and she's like, Who do you think called you fake? It was Polly. So then which I have no fucking clue why she even said that. Yeah, so I was then, like, this never happened. Yeah. Yeah. So then Mike walks outside and he's like, I mean, I'm just gonna be extremely upset if if Polly said anything to me. So then he goes to the jacuzzi and he's like, I don't know why Jenny told me this, but she's like, yo, Polly's the one. I'm just going to leave it alone. And Polly's like, "Okay, well, I'm not going to leave it alone. So Polly calls Jenny over. He's like, yo, Wow, come here. And he's like, so I'm the one that ratted Sitch out. And then then Snooki goes up to Jenny and she's like, what the fuck? Like, I told you not to say anything. And Wow's like. You and everyone else here, when I went to the bathroom, you said that I was fake. And Polly's like, I said you're fake. I never said that. And then Wow's like, that's what I heard. And he's like, who told you that? And then Wow's like, I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> Polly, Even though Snooki was just like, Wow, I told you not to say anything. <laughs> I know. Polly is 
pissed here. Yeah. This is like the angriest you ever see him get, like the entire series. He's like, Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, Polly's like the nice guy. He's like angry here. He's like, Wow. Everything's all in the open now. Let's be real. And then Snooky's <laughs> like, Polly, why are you being so me right now? He's like, Because she's trying to break up a friendship. And then JWoww's like, I walk away. He asks who the fakest in the house is, and everyone nods and says, JWoww. All I said to Mike was that I don't have a problem with him. I'm upset with you because you call me fake. And Polly's like, how the fuck did I call you fake? And, and then there's like this iconic part. JWoww's like, that's what I heard. And then Polly's like, from who? And then Snooki's like, ah! Oh, I, that's my favorite part. And like, and and the the rage, like the roar that Polly gets to, like... This is probably indicative of, of issues with myself, but, like, suddenly I was very attracted to Polly. I was just like, oh, I love this. I love this beast right now. <laughs> it was fascinating. Um, but it's interesting. I, I was wondering, it was like, because I feel like I've seen a clip of him, like, I've seen a clip of, like, bulge-dyed Polly at some point in the series. Well, there's, like, a famous meme, and it's from, uh, it's, like, the second episode when Angelina, who's not in the house anymore, she mm-hmm. smacks Polly in the face when she's drunk, and Polly, okay. like, he's like, get to your bed! And there's, like, a famous meme of him. Like, yes! The that's the thing. one. Yeah. That's the one I've seen. Okay, okay. So I thought maybe this was common for him, but it's interesting to know this is a rare occurrence for Polly. No, very, very rare. Polly's like the one that's up at eight in the morning telling everyone to wake up, like jumping on them after they've been drinking. He's like, get up. Like he's always the one that like tries to defuse the fights. But Right, right. Wow. I totally okay. understand here why he's upset because like he says, like in his mind, they're trying to break up his friendship with situation. Mm-hmm. He's like, why yeah. are you saying that I said shit about him? this and that he's like what the fuck he's confused and angry because yeah he didn't say anything or do anything wrong you know so yeah like i kind of like that was so what was kind of fascinating about this too is like i mean he was yeah i didn't think he was wrong and i kind of loved like him and then even Vinny being like i never nodded i we never 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 nodded at jenny like i loved like i guess i loved how right they were like i think i was feeling the same frustration they were of like no, I saw that scene. No one nodded. So I was like very much like I, I was in that hot tub with them at that moment. Yeah, exactly. So just back and forth, whatever. And then, like you said, Vinny chimes in and he's like, no one nodded their head. Like, what the fuck? So Snooki's still trying to explain what happened again. Um, like I said, this fight was really fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Snooki, I mean, I feel like she just she couldn't she couldn't get out from behind herself. Like it was like Snooki, you did kind of start this. There wasn't anything there and you made something there. Like there was nothing. Yeah. So now Snooki and JWoww are just standing there alone and Snooki's like, thank you. And then JWoww's <laughs> like, I didn't mean to go out like that. All I said to Mike, Snooki cuts her off and she's like, no, I look like a fucking asshole in this house. And JWoww's like, well, I didn't know Polly was going to go off like that. And poor Snooki starts crying and she's like, so last night in the house, do you think I want to have problems with everyone in this house? No, I don't. <laughs> this is like classic, like we're drunk and it's late kind of fighting. Like this is like I, 
again, I was like, I recognize this. Like, maybe not the same fight, but I recognize this emotional state of, like, you're just drunk now. You're just like when a child is tired and crying. It's like, it's time to go to bed, you know? Yeah. Snooki's, like, storms inside to her room, and she's packing up her bag, and JWoww's like... I don't think you should be acting like this. And Snooki's like, it's your all your fault, Jenny. You made me look like an asshole to everybody. I'm not the bad guy, but that's what you made me look like, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> like, again, it's kind of like Sammy with Ron, where it's like, you guys are, you're not even sure what you're mad about anymore. <laughs> like, you've spun yourself into butter at this point. It, it's I know. It, yeah. But haven't you been there before where you're drunk and you're mad and you know you're mad for something, but you're so drunk you can't even remember what the, like, initial thing is, so you just start blurting out bullshit? I've been there before, yeah. for sure. Yeah, you're like, I just, I know I feel angry, so I'm going to just keep fighting until I know why. Yeah. Exactly. Snooki's really funny here, though. She's, like, packing up her bag. She's, like, folding t-shirts. She's, I'm going to have a heart attack in two seconds. My blood pressure is through the roof. <laughs> like, you're 22 years old. Like, what are you right. talking about? Right. Like, calm down, sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then Vinny goes into the room and he tells Jenny, he's like, listen, like, you know, I didn't nod, right? Like, so, so this is such like a 19 to 22 year old fight, you know? Yes. You know, I didn't nod, right? Like, right, right. Like, when you really <laughs> listen to it, it's like, we're fighting about a nod. Like, this is, yeah. yes, yes, children, come on. Yeah. Even Ronnie says, he's like, nobody nodded. Like, I don't even like the girl, and I didn't even nod. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right, right. Team Ron. Yeah, go to Ron if you want some sensibility. Yeah. So then Jenny and... uh Snooky are just screaming at each other. I was trying to write this down for a bit, and then I was like, there's no point because it was all just like nonsense. Like, it yeah. made no sense. She was screaming squawking. at her for being a bad friend, and all of a sudden she was saying that it's Mike's fault, and it just was all over the place. So yeah. then in the living room, Sam, of course, she has to fucking pipe in again. She's like, she said that Jenny made her look like an idiot. I guess that's what friends are for. And then I love Ron here. He's like, mind your business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Ron, man, I, if anything, I've come out of this with a greater appreciation of Ronnie. Uh. Oh, I love you so much because everyone <laughs> like on the Internet and everything like hates Ronnie. And they're like, he was so abusive to Sammy. And I'm like, Sam was the fucking abusive one in that relationship, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, he certainly obviously is a hothead and has lost his temper and has been crazy. But, like, I don't know. If I was with Sammy, I'd probably put her bed on the balcony as well. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> let's be honest. Oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so Snooki goes outside by herself and Wow goes into the living room where everyone else is. And she's like, <sighs> she thinks everyone hates her. And Mike's like. Well, it's over. We all forgot about it already. Like, it's fine. And then this is where future slash current Mike, good guy Mike, mm -hmm. comes out. He goes outside to talk to Snooky. He gives her a hug and he's like, listen, Snooks, like nobody's mad at you. We all forgot about it. She's like, oh, OK, well, whatever. And I love this. He just like picks her up so easily, yep. puts her on his shoulder, brings her into the house so the whole house is sitting there now, and he's like, is anybody mad at anybody right now? 
nobody says anything. And he's like, see, Snooks, it's over with. And she's like, okay. He's like, have a drink, smoke a cigarette, give the cat a meatball. Oh, yeah, give the cat a meatball. Like, is that a reference to something earlier in the season? Uh, no, no, I was okay. going to ask you if that if that was like a pop culture reference that I, I missed or no something. I have no idea. I loved it. You know, and it was, and it's a great example of why he was, why he's good at reality TV because he was both an instigator and then he's the glue of the house. Like, I think that's... I, that's it's so interesting to hear him playing a character because it's like he's actually doing a really good job of being a reality t- reality TV character because he does start the problems but he also resolves the problems so he's giving the producers like lots of good content for sure that's what that's what I think I'm gonna name the episode give the cat a meatball give the cat a meatball I'd love that yes yeah that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So finally, it's the last morning, and everyone's just finishing packing. Ron and Sam leave first. Sam doesn't say bye to Jenny. Oh, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, yeah. Well, lucky Um, Jenny. The rest of the roommates are just, like, hanging outside for a bit, and they notice a crow. And I love Snooki's talking head here. She's like, there was a crow outside. It started quacking at us. Wait. No, not cracking. What is what is a crow do? Right. And that's where I feel like, oh, this is Snooky playing. Like, this is the Snooky character. The Snooky character doesn't know what a crow does, but, like, the real Nicole does. Like, that's that's my bet. It's like, yeah. if you really ask her, she's like, oh, yeah, no, it was. it's not squawking. It's not quacking. I know that. Um, yeah. And this last part of the episode, you know, I... I, I was excited to do like a season finale because there's always that kind of like, oh, it's, you know, it's, there's a, there's, there's a sentimentality to it all. And even though I wasn't, obviously hadn't watched the rest of the season, there was kind of, I definitely got into that feeling of like, oh, it's the end of vacation. It's the end of a trip. Like you, they sort of manufacture that sentimentality at the end. And I was like, yeah, Mike, I do feel this. It, it is kind of sad. Um, I got kind of swept up by the end. Aw. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so everyone just leaves, you know, they go back home, the episode's over, the season's over, next season is in Jersey again, we get a new roommate next season. Who's so, the new one? Dina. Oh, Dina. And then how, did Angeline even make it to Miami or was she just no. season one? So Angelina is officially gone, at least for this, Angelina's back for like the, the family vacation, like the current. Okay. Jersey mm-hmm. Shore, but uh, she never came back at all. She seemed like maybe she's a nightmare. Is I like she, her. She, oh, you like her? Okay, maybe I'm judging her too harshly. All right, I'll. Uh, well, now I'm going to just start watching so much Jersey Shore. So stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would love for you to come on again. Please. I mean, I'm hooked. You know, I anytime season three episode, just let me know. I'll buy season three. <laughs> you should come on for the episode where Ron throws all the Sammy shit outside. <laughs> oh, I would love that. I would love that. Count me in. <laughs> OK, awesome. So any final thoughts? You know, I uh, I really enjoyed this. I really think like what I like the most about Jersey Shore watching these old seasons is like this was 2010 when this came out. And mm-hmm. so there's this, like, it not only, like, feel, like, I can, I'm watching it through the lens of, like, being 36 and kind of recognizing these, like, drunk, crazy kids, you know, in Miami, but it's also, like, this time capsule of a different time. I feel like 2010 feels like such a long time ago. It uh, does. So there's, like, Jersey Shore has its appeal, like, in multiple ways. Like, I'm, I, by the end of the episode, I was like, this show is oddly fascinating. Like, 
I, I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm just, much like Teen Mom, I'm like, I don't know why I'm hooked, but I want to know more about these people. So, Same. Uh, yeah, yeah. So thank you for, for giving me that opportunity. Thank you so much for coming on. Tell all my listeners where they can find you. Well, you can find me in, in terms of podcasts. I am on All Right, Mary. I am on Best Supporting Podcast. And I am on In the Details, a celebration of nuance. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm, on, I'm at Colin Drucker. And Instagram is Colin Drucker underscore. And, awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you can't find me in all those places, then you're never going to find me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, thank you so fucking much for joining me. I had so much Thank fun. Thank you. Thank you. This was a blast. I had so We're much fun. Do, me, you, and Amanda have to do like a Teen Mom episode together. I would love that. Uh, oh, I'm swooning. Please, Amanda, Amanda if you're listening, please. I know you're fucking listening. So the three of us, <laughs> threesome Teen yeah. Mom episode soon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, count me in. Yeah. Okay, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.